Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Prime Minister Scott Morrison last week told reporters that the climate change movement, which included the UN speech by Greta Thunberg... People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? ...has caused needless anxiety in children. Whether it's needless or justified isn't the debate we're having today... ...because climate anxiety is happening regardless. Today, we'll speak with a psychiatrist specialising in climate-related mental health issues... ...to find out how to deal with those feelings that come with worrying about the fate of our planet. I would be sitting on a hilltop... Uh, of a small South Pacific nation somewhere and the sea is rising fast, all right? And there's villages of people just evacuating and streaming up the hill past me. That's Osher Gunsberg, host of The Bachelor, describing how his anxiety over the fate of our planet sent him into a mental health downward spiral that included delusions like the one he's describing. Eco-anxiety ecological grief, climate anxiety, these are all newly coined phrases that describe the same thing. The level of stress or worry that we feel when we consider threats to our natural environment, whether it's happening right now or the potential issues we face in the future. It's what people say climate activist Greta Thunberg has, and she has recognised it as one of the reasons she's had issues with her mental health. When I was 11, I became very depressed I stopped eating and I stopped talking and I stopped going to school. It had a lot to do with the climate and the environment. Our Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, speaking on his recent tour to the US, said he recognised that this was an issue, but that he feels activists like Greta are causing more stress than is necessary. I think we've got a caution against raising the anxieties of children in our country. These days, I think it's important, and I say this as a parent too, we've got to make sure that our kids understand the facts, but they also have the context and the perspective and that we do not create an anxiety amongst children in how we talk about and deal with these very real issues. So is climate anxiety a real diagnosable condition? An American study published in the journal Global Environmental Change last year claims that concerns about the environment are leading to real cases of depression and anxiety. Those involved in the research reported not being able to sleep properly, experienced a lack of energy and that they felt alone. Interestingly, the study found that the concerns weren't really over the fate of humanity, but more about what will happen to the plants and animals our actions have affected. According to survey data released by youth mental health organisation ReachOut earlier this year, found four out of five Australian students report being somewhat or very anxious about climate change. Nearly half of those said they have these emotional responses every week. 
82% believe climate change will diminish their quality of life as they grow older. And 77% believe that their concerns weren't being addressed with any real urgency. But it's not just children who are suffering from this condition. Just a year after returning to our TV screens as the host of The Bachelor in 2013, Osher Gunsberg found himself back in LA waiting to see if they'd be renewing the show for a second season. He was essentially unemployed, living off his savings, newly divorced, his father had been unwell, and nine months previously, he'd decided to stop taking his anti-anxiety medication. But one day, in 2014, he sat down to have a coffee at a Venice Beach cafe when he read a story about climate change that caused his mental health to snap. I've always been environmentally aware. I went vegan because of environmental awareness. I've always been, you know paying attention to climate policy and energy policy because it's something that interests me and I think it's the most pressing issue that faced every single one of us. I don't care which side of the aisle you sit. And for some reason that day, something popped in my brain and I was absolutely 100% convinced that the full catastrophic ramifications of the worst possible case scenario projections of full climate change effect were happening and they were happening today oh my God, the seas are going to rise 15 metres and the, uh, the earth is going to warm up 10 degrees and all food production and food storage and transportation and, and everything and a, a way of you know, looking after ourselves and, and you know, holding on to our, our lives and the lifestyle that we live in entire South Pacific nations will vanish and I'm the only one that knows about it. And I was convinced that I was the only one that knew about it or the only one that cared. That's him speaking to Mia Friedman on her podcast No Filter last year. So climate anxiety is causing very real issues in both adults and children. But what can you do about something that seems to be so far out of your control? Dr Elizabeth Huss is a psychiatrist and chair of the Group for the Advancement of Psychiatry, Climate and Health Committee. She's produced two movies about climate change, one of them specifically about how parents can build climate-resilient children. Dr Huss, are we really seeing an increase in people's mental health affected by climate change issues? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, you're also seeing it much more online than we're seeing it in the office. But, you know, at this point, we're preparing a list of therapists who are sort of climate informed um, because people are getting so many calls from people that want to talk about their distress about climate change, but therapists aren't really used to addressing it. And I saw a guy last week who one would not really say he made a suicide attempt because of climate change, but he made a suicide attempt because he can't stand what's happening to the planet and he had a fight with his wife. So what you're seeing is that it kind of feeds into other things. Is the activism that we're seeing right now, the millions of people marching, the speeches from Greta Thunberg, do we see this as contributing to this anxiety? You know, I think it cuts both ways is my hunch. You know, on the one hand, it's so effective and it's so empowering to do that, that it's a really good way of coping with your anxiety. I mean, the more that you can actually do something about it, the more relaxed you're going to feel. At the same time, seeing all these other young people being anxious and sort of group think of, you know, none of us can have children and our world is going to decline. It can sort of feed on itself a little bit the way any anxiety does. At the same time, I think it's really important not to in any way sort of pathologize that because one of the things that happens is that people who don't want to deal with the realities of climate change will say, look how unnaturally anxious these kids are. And they're actually not anxious in disproportion to what's happening. Their level of anxiety is quite appropriate and quite healthy. So we want to make sure not to label it as a psychological problem or symptom in some way. 
That's going to lead into my next question. The response that we're seeing for those people who are attacking Greta Thunberg, for example, and all of these kids who are taking action, is that in itself kind of a form of climate anxiety in the way that they are deflecting all of this back towards these kids because they can't deal with the fact that they are dealing with something that's very real? You can quote me as saying yes to that. Yes, I think it is. You know, you want to shut down things that are threatening. Naomi Klein said at one point that the reason that the Republican Party in the U.S. is so opposed to climate change is because they know how much of a change in lifestyle really grappling with it entails. So people see this thing coming at them, which requires them to change, which requires them to think differently, and they will shut it down in any way they can. They shut it down in themselves through denial and all sorts of other defense mechanisms, you know, and they'll try to shut it down in the kids. I guess the next step is trying to figure out a way to handle that level of anxiety, especially if you're a parent of a young person who is really worried about the fate of the planet. What suggestions do you give parents to help their kids through something like this? A lot of different ones. I mean, the first is that there is power in collective action. There is power in helping the kids to tell stories about what can be, what way of life they can have. There is power in helping them see all the people that are doing things about it, all the world leaders and institutions that are divesting and, you know, some of the good things that are happening so the kids don't get overwhelmed. There are cycles of life that you can talk about with your kids so that things come and they go and that one group of people will change into another group of people who will be more aware. That's a way of helping your kids with their anxiety and making them feel that they have been courageous will help them feel that they can conquer fear in themselves. And I think giving them also something that they can attach to in nature will help them feel that they are securely attached to a world which is becoming increasingly scary in some ways. So ways in which they can take care of a small piece of land or an animal or something that, you know, allows them to see the ways in which things are sustainable on a local level is is going to be really helpful. Do those things then transfer over if I'm an adult suffering climate anxiety? Do those same things apply? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly the same techniques. One of the things that really happens a lot in people when they start to confront climate is that the problem is so overwhelming and so uncertain and so complicated that there's a tendency to sort of collapse on one side or another side of thinking, right? To be like gung-ho, hopeful, we can do it all, or completely hopeless, or completely in denial, or completely preoccupied with it. And, you know, this is a really complicated problem with really layered solutions. And so it's going to be a nuanced thing. And anytime you can open up more space in your thinking to not shut down and think, well, what else could possibly be true? It's going to help you with your anxiety. And so anything that gets you away from sort of black and white thinking will be helpful. Former CIA psychiatrist and environmental activist Lisa Van Susteren, who is one of the leading voices on the psychological impacts of climate change, says, yes, the physical impacts of climate change won't be good, but that the psychological impact is going to be worse. So if you find your thoughts getting into dangerous territory because of your fears for the planet, reach out to SANE Australia. Their number is 1800 187 263. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. 
And if you come across a news story that you want to know a bit more about, shoot us an email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.